Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Friends, it is time for some talk about theology, apologetics, uh, maybe even Christian living. But everything that we talk about on this program is biblical. The name of the program is Bible Talk. Uh, By the way, this is the program that follows that great, that fantastic, that dynamic show and person, Daryl Wood, Run to Win. Don't miss it. If you miss it, you miss information that you need to help you vote and to make decisions that are beneficial to our country and to the body of Christ. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, welcoming all of our listeners. And uh, the brother who called uh, about a day ago, all right, talking about the priesthood of Melchizedek. Why did he have to do that? Melchizedek? I mean, come on. That's some deep stuff, all right? So his whole question was dealing with Melchizedek, okay? Who is Melchizedek, okay? And I, I know where it goes. I know exactly where this discussion leads, okay? Um, and it leads us to a place where you just have to be totally honest, okay? Let me show you how honest we have to be, because we're going to talk about this. Uh, but even though we're talking about the priesthood of Melchizedek, understand, as I've always told you, this is your show. So anything that you want to talk about, you can on Bible Talk. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866 423 9578, area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, as we go into this, all right, don't be too hard on me, okay? I beg of you. Why? Because I plead uh, Deuteronomy 2929. That's right. <laughs> I plead Deuteronomy 29 and 29. What does it say? Well, what it says humbles us. Humbles me, and I'm sure it humbles you as well. In Deuteronomy 29, 29, the scripture says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words 
of this law. Get that now, right? It says, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God, right? So there's some things. There's some things that are in that Bible, my friends, till we're not going to know till we get to heaven, right? God's mind is too deep for us. Well, thank God, though, through the illumination of the Spirit, we can understand much, but we can't understand absolutely everything. So in some passages, all we can do is the very best we can. Uh, and it's good that in some of these areas where the answer doesn't uh, come out so clearly, uh, it's no problem, okay? Uh, with, uh, it doesn't impact your salvation by having some different views. So definitely I'm not uh, going after anybody who has a different view of this than mine, but all I can present to you is what I think about it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All I've got is one hour and so many things I'd like to do. However, okay, Rome wasn't built in a day, nor can the Bible Talk program deal with everything I'd like to deal with in just an hour. Okay? So we're going to do the very best we can. Uh, and if you have any questions on your, uh, that's on your mind, call them in. Right now, let's deal with the priesthood of Melchizedek, right? Where do we go? We go to Hebrews chapter 7, Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 1, where uh, the writer here says, For this Melchizedek, okay, king of Salem, by, by the way, king of Salem, you're talking about Jerusalem, early Jerusalem, right? It says, priest of the most high God. Now here, this is, he was a priest. Melchizedek was a priest of the most high God, okay? But he wasn't. Jewish, okay? This does not come through uh, uh, Abraham or anything like that. In fact, uh, the name Melchizedek is a, uh, a Canaanite name. Yeah, actually, it's a Canaanite name, okay? So this guy is a Gentile, okay? The name is of someone. It's a, let's put it this way. Let me go this far. It's a Gentile name. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him. Okay? So Abraham just got back from a battle where he rescued Lot. says, To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being, by interpretation, king of righteousness. So Melchizedek is called king of righteousness. Well, now the question, of course, who is he? Right? Who is he? And what king uh, should be called the king of righteousness. Oh, I know what you're thinking. I know what some of you are thinking. You might be right, but uh, let's keep going, right? says so the king of righteousness, and after that, the king of Salem, which is the king of peace. Uh-oh, he is king of Salem, okay, and also, uh, which is king of peace. Mm. Uh, I know someone else, though, who's called the prince of peace. Oh, don't let me get started. <laughs> I'm leaving the door open for you here. Verse 3, it says, concerning Melchizedek. Now, this is concerning Melchizedek. It says, he was without father. I'm sorry, without, yeah, without father, verse 3, and without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Without father, without mother, what kind of a dude is this? Okay. Very similar to, well, okay. <laughs> okay. says, without father, without mother, without descent, 
having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but oh, but made like unto the Son of God, uh, and abides a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was, who even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. Okay? So in other words, he was a priest, and so we see Abraham offering uh, a tithe to him, to him, but actually not to him, but through, through him to God. Okay? But still, the question remains, who is this Melchizedek? Verse 5, and verily they that are the sons of Levi, who received the office of the priesthood, you know, I remember that from the Old Testament, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is of their brethren, though they come out of the lions of the waste of Abraham. But he whom, whose descent is not counted from them receives tithes of Abraham. In other words, it's clear Melchizedek was not Jewish, right? Okay, because it says in verse 6, uh, but he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham. Okay, so who are we talking about here? And blessed him that had the promise. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. And here men that die receive tithes, but there he receives them, of whom it is witness that he lives. All right? Wow. Let's stop there. Here's my question. Here is my question. Who is Melchizedek? Who is he? What are the different theological opinions uh, dealing with Melchizedek? Based upon what we've read, what does the scripture indicate? Who does it indicate is Melchizedek? Give us a call if you have an answer at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I hope the caller who laid this big this big rock right in the middle of this program today is still listening and listening today because we're right on what he was talking about, dealing with Melchizedek. Who is this person? What can we glean about him from the text? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have an idea, if you have a suggestion, if you can tell us who this person is, we would appreciate your call very, very much. And it doesn't matter. You might have something else on your mind, something else that is of interest to you. Well, if that's the case, all you've got to do is call that same number, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question, absolutely any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. We're ready to receive it. All you've got to do is call us up. This program is for you. I call it the Sunday School Teacher's Best Program because it helps you to answer, hopefully, all those naughty and difficult questions that get asked of you by all those wonderful students, both children and adults, right? So uh, so give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. Do we have a caller? Val, how are you doing? Yes, you're on the uh, you, you're on the uh, on the air. Do you have an answer for us? Uh, so I, yes, I got an answer. 
Okay. I can tell you who he's not. <laughs> who is he not? He's not Jesus the Christ. Okay, so you say it's not Jesus Christ. Well, it can be. He said Melchizedek has no beginning, no end, no mother, no father. Jesus has a mother. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he says without father and without mother. Yeah. And without so Jesus, so you're saying, well, since Jesus has a mother, then that has to rule out, out, out Melchizedek. That does, and the fact that it's stating he has no beginning means there's no genealogy. All right, so you're saying that the, where it says has no beginning, that's not talking like the beginning as we know it uh, of the heavens and the earth, but it's talking about the fact that he doesn't have a genealogy. By that, what do you mean, Val? I mean, we have no, like, okay, for example, I'll do Christ. Christ has a genealogy. We know he's incarnate. We know he mm -hmm. is from God. But we also know that in Matthew and in Luke, their, the genealogy is given on both sides, John, you know, from Joseph and from Mary. Because uh -huh. he has to be able to sit on the throne. He's told David that your genealogy will be forever. Well, so if, if what you're saying, and I see it, you're right, it's evident from the text that what you're saying is, uh, is accurate. Um, why is it then uh, that Melchizedek doesn't have a genealogy? Uh, no one recorded it. Nobody knows it. Okay, but, it's just, it's, but how come? Is there a reason for his genealogy to be missing? I would say God just didn't want us to know. <laughs> if it ain't there, right. don't add thank, it. Thank you, Val. I appreciate your input, and I thank you for being our first caller. All right, number to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All right, you listeners out there. Did you hear what Val said? What about it? Is she true? Okay. Is what she's saying true? Okay. Is it false? Is it close? What is it? What do you think? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. You may agree with Val. You may disagree with her. What do you think this text is saying? Okay. It is a difficult text. And uh, it's good to have programs like this because it brings to light that there are some difficult texts in the Bible. They are. Yeah? And some things, I'll tell you what, some things, some things, I don't care how long you go to Bible college, I don't care how many seminaries you attend, how many degrees you get behind your name, okay? There's some things we will not know until we, are, we get to heaven and Jesus Christ tells us. And that's some things in the Bible, right? Some of the stuff is very deep. And uh, I think this kind of fits in the uh, deep category. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. The following is a public notice for people suffering with fibromyalgia symptoms. Researchers from the University of Illinois College of Medicine have developed the first definitive blood test for the biomarkers of fibromyalgia. Those who test positive may qualify for an FDA-approved clinical trial of a breakthrough symptom-eliminating treatment. Previously, a fibromyalgia diagnosis could not be confirmed. 
Now, participants can have definitive confirmation of this debilitating disease. The test is covered by nearly all insurance plans, and FM Test can even arrange to have your blood test done by a licensed medical professional in the comfort and security of your own home. If you suffer from chronic fatigue, mental fogginess, or chronic pain, it may be fibromyalgia. This opportunity to get the first and only definitive test. If you test positive, you could be among the first to receive a breakthrough treatment formulated to eliminate all fibromyalgia symptoms. Space is limited, so go now to yourfmtest.com. That's yourfmtest.com. Yourfmtest.com. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Those powerful words spoken by Abraham Lincoln over 150 years ago are a stern warning for the United States today. A destructive agenda against the rule of law, against liberty, and against constitutional rights is laying siege in cities across the country. Now more than ever, those who love this nation have a choice to either allow socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, and social infighting to destroy this country from the inside or to rise and protect conservative ideals, those that our founders intended that we enjoy. Visit SalemNow.com today for America's Town Hall 2020, a free virtual event designed for this pivotal time in the country. Watch Dennis Prager, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Charlie Kirk, and Larry Elder discuss honestly why our democracy is under attack and how we can reclaim our country. America's Town Hall 2020. Visit SalemNow.com to watch this important discussion today. That's SalemNow.com. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, don't you just love some good gospel music? All right. <laughs> I want to thank Marcus for that. Number to call here, code 866-423-9578. We've got Janet on the line. Janet, what's on your mind? Hi. Um, I have like a two-part question. I've been trying to understand what the kingdom of heaven is. Um, so the two parts of the question is, one, is the kingdom of heaven... And the kingdom of God, the same thing. And then what is it exactly? Because in Matthew 11, 11 through 15, it's very confusing when it starts talking about how the kingdom 
um, of having suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Okay, very good, and a very good question as well. In answer to your first one, I would say this, that the kingdom of heaven uh, is, uh, well, actually, Matthew, you're right, is a good place to go. And uh, uh, Matthew 19, uh, I think, would help us a lot with dealing uh, with it. In terms of the kingdom of God, we need to realize that the kingdom of God, if we look at its total definition, it includes a kingdom of God that will, of course, exist and exist now in heaven and also God's rulership on the earth. Okay? So the kingdom of God embodies both of those. Uh, as we notice here, looking at Matthew chapter 19, uh, where it says, and looking at verse 13, this is uh, Matthew 19, and uh, let's, let's look at verse 12, Matthew 19 and 12. But there are some eunuchs, mm -hmm. eunuch, of course, were, were men who uh, sacrificially, uh, uh, you know, cut off their sexual organs so they could just not get married or care about women and totally serve God. Uh, and there are some eunuchs which are born from their mother's womb, and there are some eunuchs which were made eunuchs of men. And there be eunuchs which have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. Okay? He that is able to receive it, let him receive it. Okay? So here we see it's called the kingdom of heaven. So therefore you know that this kingdom, this aspect of the kingdom here, Janet, is talking about the kingdom that exists in heaven. Okay? And uh, that is where God is right now, and we're going to be involved in that kingdom as well. But it goes on in the scripture, uh, and it says, verse 13, then, and this is the next uh, uh, verse here, then there were brought unto him little children that he should put his hands on them and pray, that the, uh, and pray. And the disciples rebuked him. But Jesus said, Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto thee, to me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. So we see the kingdom of heaven used here, talking about the kingdom in the heavenlies, right? Uh, notice right. in this same chapter, we're at verse 23. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man can hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 24, Again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. So you see here in Matthew chapter 19 and in verses 23 to 24, kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God mean the same thing. See, note how they're used interchangeably here. Okay? Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. Now, when you pray, you know, the Lord's Prayer says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the, uh, the prayer that was given to us, Matthew 11, lets us know that God's kingdom is in heaven and always has been, but also it's going to be on earth. Okay? But kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven mean the same thing. Okay. All right. Is that helpful? Well, I okay. It answers my question as to whether or not they're the same thing, but I don't. I still don't understand what it is. What is the, the kingdom, kingdom of God? Kingdom is? Of God? Oh, the kingdom of God yeah, well, is, of course, where God rules, and I mean, where God is in control. Yeah? Ultimately, total control. That is where we will be when Jesus comes back. Okay. Uh, he will be the, uh, in other words, you know, in Revelations chapter 20, it talks about that there will be a new heavens and a new earth, okay? 
that new heavens and new earth is where God's kingdom is going to be. Okay? And so, so that ultimately is what it is. Uh, right now, the kingdom exists, but only in a limited kind of way. When, uh, when the Lord comes back and takes total control, uh, then, uh, then that becomes the end of it. Okay? He will be ruling uh, 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 heaven and earth. Okay? And the kingdom of God then will be um, uh, here on earth, uh, and it will be with men. In fact, in Revelation chapter 19, if you read that, Janet, it really kind of uh, it, it, uh, sets it up for you. Okay? It, it talks about uh, God's kingdom coming uh, to the earth. Uh, okay. Uh, could I just ask one more question on top of that? I understand what it is, but when it says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, how do you uh-huh. seek the kingdom of heaven? How do you seek it? You seek it by... Uh, becoming saved, believing in Jesus Christ. Okay? In fact, what happens the moment that you become a believer, uh, this is what the Bible says that happens to you. And it's amazing how uh, the Bible just breaks this down in some detail. Over in Colossians, okay? in Colossians we have uh, where this is talked about as well. In fact, if you look up your uh, references in the Bible on kingdom, man, it'll tell, uh, take you so many places it'll make your head spin. But <laughs> notice what it tells okay. us. If we look at uh, Colossians, and in Colossians chapter 1, dealing with the subject, uh, it says this, uh, in Colossians chapter 1 and verse uh, 12, Colossians 1 and 12, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. Now, notice verse 13, who hath delivered us, that's us right now, from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. So right now, you and I, by virtue of the fact that we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, are in his spiritual kingdom, okay? Yeah, immediately. as When you become a Christian, you accept it into his spiritual kingdom. Uh, what happens later is that kingdom is going to, you know, fill heaven and earth. Okay? Yeah, heaven and earth. But the moment you believe, you're in the kingdom. Okay. Am I right, my dear? Okay. Thank All you right. very much. That clears it up for me. Well, thank you, and I appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. I have a talk with Pastor Henry Moss. And if you want to hear me talking about the kingdom, you want to hear me talking about it and preaching about it, well, make sure that you uh, log on to our Sunday service. Okay? This, uh, this Sunday, where I'll be dealing with the whole issue of the kingdom of God. It is uh, it's awesome. Okay? As I wrap up the book of Revelation, we're over in Revelation chapter 21 and 22. Uh, definitely, you can, uh, it's going to be live streamed, so you can uh, log on to it by going to strictlybiblical.org. And it'll tell you how you can plug in to our 11 o'clock uh, services. And also, just to let you know, that on the so-called, because at uh, Strictly Biblical, we don't call October 31st Halloween. We call it Spiritual Warfare Night. That's right, Spiritual Warfare Night. Because what we do on that night, uh, Strictly Biblical, is we wage spiritual warfare. Now, of course, we're going to have a, a program, Spiritual Warfare Program. It's going to be online, right? And that'll be on October 31st at 8 p.m. Okay, all you've got to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org to find out about it. And the title of it is The Truth About Spiritual Warfare. The Truth 
about spiritual warfare. Also, the truth about Halloween. Why it might not be that time of deity that a lot of people want to think it is. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, do we do we have another caller? Gregory, you're on the air. Yes, sir, Pastor. I'm all right. <laughs> Good to have okay, you. you wanna... Yes, sir. Uh, Matilzak. Matilzak, okay. yeah. Uh, Matilzak, yeah. You can find it in Hebrew. You can find right, it in that's... Hebrew. Yeah, Hebrew uh, uh, chapter 7, 4 through 7, or you can go back to 3 because it tells you that he was a type of Christ. Okay, so you that the whole. The Holy Spirit did that on purpose, uh, not to show his genealogy, okay? The Holy Spirit did that and well, in order to assert uh, that one, he was a type. Well, well he was what a one type. person out is that Jesus, though, he had a genealogy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Melchizedek not having a genealogy, and tell me this, what is a type of Christ? A type of Christ is uh, the order, the order of uh, 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 the king, the uh, the order of a king and the high priest. Well, if you say a type of Christ, that's not actually so. What a type well, is, well, yeah, it's a theological mm-hmm. term and a biblical term. Okay. A type okay. is something that is similar to something else, and in a sense foreshadows something else, uh, just like Isaac being uh, offered in uh, Genesis mm-hmm. chapter 22 by Abraham. Yeah. He was, at that okay. point, type of Christ, okay? Uh, of course, okay. of course, he was delivered by God, but he becomes a yeah. type of Christ in that sense. Um, okay, I see. So that's what, that's what is meant by types. Types are things that uh, are, are people in the Bible which are like foreshadowing uh, another mm-hmm. person, and in this case, foreshadowing Christ, okay? So okay. that's the okay, type. Okay, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But, okay. All right, but yet you're saying, but you're saying that uh, Melchizedek is who now? What's your bottom line on that? Uh, it, it was that uh, his he didn't have a, a a mother or a father because the Holy the Holy Spirit wanted they intended for him to be without a genealogy. So where you know, he come from? Then? Well, it's in, in order for him to be served as a type. But, but no. where did he come from if he didn't have mother and father? Uh, well, he did have a mother and father. They just didn't, the Holy Spirit just didn't indicate it. <laughs> they didn't indicate his genealogy on purpose. <laughs> well, but it says here, though, uh, without father. Father without mother. Okay, so you mean the Holy Spirit just didn't tell us that, but we see it in the Bible. Well, yes, it means that uh, no no record uh, uh, was made of the name of his father or his mother or any of his posterity. Okay, and so you're saying, uh, how are you getting clear? Uh, well, how are you getting clear? What you're saying is, is that he did have a genealogy, but it was not recorded. Yes, sir. That's what I'm mm. saying. Okay, okay, now, now I see what you're saying. Now tell me this. Why was that? Why was it done that way? Why was it that here's this guy, okay, really lived, okay, 
Uh, and it says without mother and father, but we know, you know, basically, you know, he he had one, okay? Unless, of course, he uh, is, uh, you know, uh, a manifestation from heaven of some kind. Why would they right. not? Why would they not? Does the text not give us his genealogy? Okay, because uh, it was made like unto the Son of God uh, by the uh, uh, to be a priest continually. Refers to Christ, of whom he was a type. You know, it refers. God put that. God made Christ that order of material that that. Okay, so okay. that order, that order was to be made. It was to refer to Christ, whom material that was a type. That's all I can see. It refers to Christ. Okay, so you say it's referring to Christ, huh? Yeah, if you if you if you go to uh, Hebrews uh, chapter seven, four through seven. Okay, okay. And I'll tell you what. Up. Actually, uh, what you're saying has some merit because open Psalms one ten, right, where it says, "The Lord yes. said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall okay. send the rod of thy strength out of Zion." Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people will be willing in the day of thy power in the beauties of holiness from the womb uh, the morning thou hast to do of thy youth. Then, verse 4, it says, The Lord hath sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. This is in Psalm yes, 1, 4. The Lord hath sworn and will not uh, repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Okay? Who is that used? Can you tell me, uh, Gregory, can you tell me the passage in the New Testament where the the gospel writer says that that is referring uh, to Jesus in some sense? Well, I say Hebrew. It was in Hebrews. Well, Hebrews, all right, but where uh, there's a direct comparison. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll give it to you, but there's another one somewhere else. But you've done your job, my friend. You have. I have wowed yes, your brain, and it did wonderfully. Thank you. For yes, calling. you did. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. He says I'm ready to go. Gregory's not playing. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. This is a fascinating study. This is what makes the Bible so absolutely awesome, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, when we get into passages like this. Okay? And uh, our last uh, caller made some real good uh, contributions to our whole uh, study. By the way, that number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, where... You can call with, uh, and deal with the challenge that uh, we give out, or you can call with your very own question. We don't care. As long as we're talking about the Bible, we're doing what we are supposed to do. So just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, looking at who uh, Melchizedek is, exactly who is he, Okay, well, what is that all about? Okay, uh, who is this mysterious person who uh, comes on the scene and uh, is a high priest? And even Abraham, 
offers uh, an offering to God and gives a tenth to God through him. Okay? Right, give us a call uh, for that discussion and anything you have on your mind. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. And remember, any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. All you've got to do is call it in, and we will take it. Our interest is to talk about the Bible, theology, Christian living, and as long as we're doing that, we are doing our job. Give us a call. And if you enjoy uh, this program, and I I hope you do, I hope you never fail uh, to listen to it, as we come on during the week, uh, Monday through Friday, and also some rebroadcast uh, are played of this program on Saturday as well. Uh, so remember to just stay tuned to this great station. That's right, 1500 AM, WLQV, where you get the very best, my friends, of Christian programming. Yes, you do, uh, right here on uh, uh, 1400 AM. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. There are many issues in this election, but without life, nothing else matters. Sadly, Joe Biden and Gary Peters want to take over America and deny the most basic right to life to unborn babies. Joe Biden and Gary Peters want abortion until birth, and they want you to pay for it with your tax dollars. Joe Biden should never be president, and Gary Peters should not be in the U.S. Senate. Donald Trump and John James will fight to protect unborn babies. Donald Trump and John James support laws to keep your tax dollars from paying for abortion, and Donald Trump and John James support laws to protect unborn babies from painful late dismemberment abortions. Unborn babies can't vote, but you can. Be a voice for the voiceless in this election. Vote for life. Vote for Donald Trump for president and John James for U.S. Senate. Paid for by the National Right to Life Victory Fund at nrlvictoryfund.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. NRL Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. 
Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Sister Balls, quit dancing. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. You're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emily Moss. Jamie is on the line. How you doing, Jamie? I'm fine, Pastor Moss. How are you? Good, good. What is on your mind, young lady? Okay, I have a question. Um, now, you gentlemen were talking about it maybe a week or two ago when we were talking about babies going to heaven and not having their personal, not the personal sins, but the sin of, or having original sin from inherited from their parents on them. So I'm assuming then that original sin then is not something that keeps you from heaven, I'm thinking. Um, and my, my question is about that, and then also, so does Jesus take away original sin, or does he just take away the sins that we personally commit? Well, what happens is Jesus, uh, uh, through his, his sacrifice, uh, has, has, takes away all sin, actually. Okay? Uh, and in the case of original sin, that would be the case as well uh, when, we look, when we're looking at young children. Because the Bible stands out. Uh, it tells us what the standard of judgment is, okay? And uh, so once we understand this, uh, the standard of judgment that is given, then we see why there's certain people who would be exempt from, uh, from judgment. Uh, one place to go, and there's a number of, uh, of, of scriptures to look at there, but one of them mm-hmm. in particular that I like that talks about it is over uh, in James. Now, James isn't the only place. Uh, we are also over in uh, Deuteronomy, even when we get to the, in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy, uh, in uh, chapter uh, 139, where we see that the, uh, uh, when the children of Israel were going through the wilderness, they sinned so bad till God told them, you're going to die in the wilderness because of your sins. But your children, who had no knowledge of right or wrong, this is Deuteronomy 139, that they're going to be able to go in, because they, you know, had no knowledge of, uh, uh, of what was going on, they, uh, so they won't be punished. Another scripture that leads to this also is James 4 and 17, where in James 4 and 17 it says this, Therefore to him that knows to do good and doeth it not, and doeth it not, I'm sorry, therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Okay? So in other words, a person has to know. 
that they're doing wrong in order to be punished for it. The baby doesn't know what he's doing. That is why it is so horrendous when you have these uh, pe uh, people, adults who've lost their mind, uh, the kid, the baby accidentally uh, knocks some milk down and they hit him or beat him or they cry and they beat him and they have an understanding. Children don't know what they're doing. Okay? So that is why uh, uh, God will not uh, judge people, mentally ill people, uh, infants who don't know the difference between right and wrong. Uh, uh, they're going to be spared that kind of judgment. Okay. So, so then, so then, what we really are responsible for is the things that we do, and not necessarily the the sin that we inherited through Adam. Because you know, you have conversations with people, and the first thing they say, "Well, it's not fair that God would punish me for um, something that Adam did." And I was trying to explain to them, "No, God doesn't punish you for what Adam did. God punishes for what you do." <laughs> so, and I just wanted to make sure that the original sin argument doesn't hold with that. Yep, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. You're punished for what you did. Okay? That That's exactly okay. it. God doesn't punish the. In fact, uh, you know, nobody will uh, punish a blind man uh, if he walks into something and knocks it down. He can't see. Okay? He cannot see. Mm -hmm. And so God okay. is not going to punish those who truly are blind in that sense. Okay. All right, Pastor Moss, thank you so much once again. <laughs> thank you for your call as usual. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on the Bible Talk program. And as always, we have a good time on this particular show, talking about the Bible, uh, in some cases, uh, things that we talk about are things that must be believed. On the other hand, there's some things that we're going to have to wait until we stand before God to know anything more about it. And it might be this Bill Kizadak fellow, all right? But needless to say, we're taking your calls on that. And also, anything else that is on your mind, all you've got to do is give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Glad to have you on the program with any question you have. Uh, and dealing with Melchizedek as we wrap it up. First of all, I believe that we won't know all of the mysteries of this <laughs> until we actually get to heaven. Now, in terms of my belief, I do not believe that, uh, that he is Christ. I don't believe that he is a... Uh, a Christophany, in other words, because we do have places in the Old Testament where we do believe that uh, Jesus uh, uh, appeared, or could have appeared, called a Christophany. We have God in, in himself walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Some say that uh, we know it's a, a theophany, an appearance of God, but whether that's a Christophany or not, we don't know as well either. However, uh, so there's a mystery about uh, Melchizedek. I believe uh, I agree with the caller who says that his genealogical record was not kept to make him look like he was some awesome kind of person, okay? okay? Uh, and so giving him high status or something of that nature. But in terms of who he actually is, we don't know. But one thing that is very interesting about Melchizedek, uh, here's a guy with a Canaanite name that was a high priest that was recognized by Abraham, and he worshipped the true God. God, uh, Abraham made an, made a, gave a tenth of his offerings 
to God through Melchizedek. Now, what is amazing about it is here we have okay, uh, a priest with a Canaanite name, okay, a Gentile name, okay, seemingly to show us that definitely, and, and, and he was, uh, it seems uh, like, was into God, okay, uh, Melchizedek was, before Abraham was, okay? So we can always see that uh, God is, does not neglect the Gentiles. I mean, that's big time to have here a, a Gentile high priest that even Abraham, the one who, um, through his lineage, uh, the chosen people and Jesus Christ comes, would make a sacrifice or an offering to him. So it is amazing. I believe uh, uh, and agree with the caller who said that Melchizedek is like a type of Christ. That I agree with. Okay? I don't think it was an incarnation uh, or uh, a Christophany, an appearance of Christ in the Old Testament. But I could be wrong. We'll find out later. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The 2020 election is now before us. I didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016, but I've already voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Four years ago, I made an argument against him based on character. I still believe in the necessity of character for public office, but I've had to think more deeply about how character is evaluated in a given historic context. In 2016, I doubted that Donald Trump would fulfill his campaign promises about the sanctity of life. I was wrong. In his first term, President Trump has staked his place in history, defied the accommodationist temptation, and given pro-life Americans more than any other president. I voted for and I hope for the election of Donald Trump and the Republican ticket for a second term. I also hope for a continued Republican majority in the United States Senate. I do so precisely because of my convictions. May God bless the United States of America, and may this nation bless the nations of the world. I'm Albert Moeller. This is Jim Nalepa. As a West Point graduate and a combat veteran, I have some questions for you, Senator Gary Peters. The president ordered the killing of Soleimani, the world's most dangerous terrorist, before he could kill U.S. soldiers in Iraq. Why, Senator, did you vote to stop the president from doing that again to protect our troops? Why, Senator, did you vote to prevent Michigan police from cooperating with federal agents to apprehend violent criminals here illegally? Stopping the killing of terrorists, preventing the arrest of violent criminals. You've been in the swamp too long, Senator Peters. John James hasn't been living in the Washington swamp. He lives in Farmington Hills with his wife and their three young children. John James is a graduate of West Point and a decorated Army combat veteran. Now John James will fight for Michigan. Elect John James to represent you in the United States Senate. Paid for by PatrioticVeterans.org, a 501c4 committee not coordinated with any candidate or campaign committee. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Joe Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7, AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133.
Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Well, everyone, that is some great music uh, coming at the uh, end of our program. Good discussion dealing with Melchizedek uh, to give you what I believe is the solid answer on this. Very interesting discussion that we have. I believe that Melchizedek was a type of Christ, a type of Christ. I think that there's a lot of evidence for that, but, you know, some uh, still want to maintain it was a Christophany. But notice in uh, Matthew 22 where they were challenging Jesus, uh, uh, and in verse 43, it says, He says unto them, How then did David in spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand, till I make thine enemies thy footstool. So he went to Psalm 110, okay, uh, uh, where the Lord said to my Lord, Jesus could, uh, had to be more than just his son, he had to be Lord also, because of that comparison. And then there's something else. If you turn to Psalms 110, um, we see this, where exactly where it's quoted from, Psalms 110 and 1, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion, rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power, in the beauty of holiness. From the womb of the morning, thou hast the dew of thy youth. Then, verse 4, the Lord hath sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. That is a messianic prophecy. Because Jesus, of course, is the high priest. And it says that he doesn't say he is Melchizedek. But it says that thou art a priest forever. And we need to realize that Jesus Christ is the only high priest that we have. We can't recognize any other priesthood except the priesthood of all believers, but definitely not the priesthood of the Catholic Church, uh, the priesthood of Mormonism, okay? The only high priest in the singular like that has got to be Jesus Christ. And notice thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. I believe Melchizedek existed uh, as a Gentile, but yet he was a foreshadow of the Messiah who is to come, who is a priest forever. All right, just want to let you know once again about uh, our Spiritual Warfare Conference, 8 p.m. All you got to do is just log on to strictlybiblical.org. The truth about spiritual warfare, that's what we'll be talking about, the truth about spiritual warfare. We're going to be going into the occult. You will love it. 
are, uh, it's going to come out of our young people's department, but I'm going to be uh, teaching there very heavily on the kingdom of the occult and things to avoid. So make sure that you um, just log on and be a part of that. All right, this is Pastor Moss saying God bless you, and we'll see you next time. I see them blue for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying how they do. They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. Much more than I never know, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful. by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.